Welcome to the Marquise and All Show, man. This is your boy Marquise. Jam-packed show today, man. I just want to get going quick. But first, I want to say shout out to Full Press Coverage. You can go check out all my articles. They're on the Falcons, ladies and gentlemen. You know I love the Falcons. So all my articles on there, you can go check them out. They're sponsoring the show. Shout out to them. Um, but yeah, man. Jam-packed show today. Le'Veon, the boy Le'Veon Bell said he's not going. We're going to talk about that. Mike Tomlin was so hard on it. Mike Tomlin was just basically was like, he's not going to show up. Whenever he shows up, I'm going to address the situation whenever he comes in. So that's what's going to happen. And Le'Veon Bell is not going. He's just, I shout out to him because I, I believe he's doing what's right for the culture. He's, he's taking, he's doing something that's never been done. And I believe Le'Veon Bell is, he's going to get his money from somewhere. But um, before I dive into that, we're going to talk about that. I want to talk about that Chiefs and that Rams matchup. Um, I want, But first, I want to get into that Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, man. Kevin Durant, if you didn't see the play, all you got to do is type in Draymond Green with <laughs> Kevin Durant on Twitter or something. You will see it. Trust me. <laughs> Draymond Green grabbed the ball off the rebound, and he pushed it, pushed it, pushed it. Mind you, it's just a sick. I mean, let me put this in proper perspective it's six seconds left ladies and gentlemen six seconds left the warriors and the los angeles clippers are tied right shocking in itself but they're tied and draymond green grabs the rebound and he pushes it up the court with six seconds left and he fumbles it bumbles it and he tumbles it all the way down and they didn't even get a shot up kevin durant was heated he was like bruh Pass the ball. What are you doing? <laughs> I let you get the rebound. Pass me the ball. We can make. We can win the game. In that moment, Kevin Durant's thirty foot three with a hand in his face, ladies and I don't give a care if it was Shaq hand in his face. His shot is a higher percentage than a Draymond Green one on three layup attempt. Trust me. I don't know what Dre was thinking, but my boy Dre, I like Dre. I believe he's a glue in his team. I believe Draymond Green is the reason this team is as good as it is because he is the only one that's playing solid D. I in the league, it ain't that many people playing D. Trust me. Trust me. Dre is one of the top dudes that's doing it night in, night out. And they got that. Not only do they got the best scorer, they got one of the best defenders in <laughs> Dre. And you know KD's like 6'12", so he's going to block shots and do what he got to do. Deflect them, steal them, you know, bother you with his length. And Clay, locked down. Him and Dre are the only two people that's playing D, for real. And Iggy, I guess. He's old as shit, but whatever. But I just believe Dre was just trying to... Because previously in the game, if you didn't see the game, previously, Dre caught it off the off the read, and then he came down the court full press, bullied his way to the layup. I thought he, he'd probably think he could do that again, but come on, bro. You got to pass that. You know that. KD had every reason to be mad at you. You know that. Don't even do that. But moving on from that, I want to talk about that Chiefs and that Rams matchup. Man, that matchup is so significant, man. The, the, we could be watching the Super Bowl right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Marquis Snow Show, I'm telling you. We could be watching the Super Bowl. Rams, Chiefs, Monday night, primetime. Don't get no bigger than this. This is a big matchup, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now. 
the Rams are serious and the Chiefs are even deadly in the playoffs. I believe the Chiefs are just going to make a right. They don't have Alex Smith no more. They have Patrick Mahomes. He's in his second year, but he is playing like he's in his 15th. And this man is special. He's getting all the right plays. He's he's making all the right reads. I believe that Andy Reid got this boy suited up, booted up, and ready to get this thing. Andy Reid, this ring, he is going down as one of the top five coaches that that have ever done this game, that have ever coached in the game. Trust me. Andy Reid, if he gets over the hump and gets that Super Bowl ring five times five, with Donovan McNabb, NFC Championship games. Went to the Super Bowl with loss. Went to the playoffs with Alex Smith and lost. He always in the playoffs. He's a great coach. Tyreek Hill, he's putting him in every situation to be successful. And their defense is making enough plays. They have Marcus Peters. That's the, that, would, that, that would be over the top. Because he, he's going to force turnovers. But Marcus Peters is not playing good this year, so... I guess they they happy to let him go. He's playing hurt, but that's my boy Pete. I hope he get healthy. Marcus Peterson, he a dog. I love that boy heart. But the Rams are no joke. My team, I I'm not saying my team. Of course not my team. What are you serious? My team is the Falcons. But my quarterback that I believe that's the best coming up is going to be Jared Goff. This is his opportunity to get that Super Bowl ring. And if he get it now, he's going to go down as one of the greats because he can get another one and another one and another one because this team is loaded and they are hungry, young, girly. They could possibly have Donald. They could possibly have the MVP on the offensive side and on the defensive side, ladies and gentlemen. That's how loaded this team is. And Jared, Jared Goff is a beast. He's a beast, okay? The kid is nice. With Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, uh, and I was so wrong about Brandon Cooks. He is a good wide receiver. I was wrong about Brandon Cooks. I admit it. He was good. He's good. He is good. They don't need a tight end because they got the ultimate in Todd. So this matchup is juicy. But moving on from that, I want to talk about the NBA, man. The Carmelo Anthony situation. You know, I got to talk about that boy Melo. He was once my favorite player, but he stank right now. I got to keep it 1,000. He stank. And Carmelo Anthony, I don't know what the situation is going on. He can't make his mid-range. Nope. He can't get to the hole because he, he don't have the same lift. He can't finish anymore. He can't he can't attack no more. So once your jumper not going, you can't attack to the hole. You are useless. And right now, it's looking like they're gonna wave him. They saying Philly gonna pick him up. I, I think that's gonna be terrible. Alright, they already got Jimmy Butler, who really not a shooter. So he's he needs the ball in his hand. I just don't know. They got some good players, Jimmy Butler, but they don't have depth. They don't have a bench. So I guess if they can put Melo on the bench, and if he Melo can somehow be efficient, he is not being efficient. If you're gonna take 12 shots, you can't miss. You can't miss 10 of them. You can't go three for 12. 
You got to at least go 60-70%. You got to be high percentage if your shot attempt is going down. You got to be more effective. You're not getting 20-30 shots no more, Melo. You, you're getting 12, 10, 15. You got to be you got to be hitting them. You got to hit them. And so that's what he's not doing. He's not a defender. So basically what you have, you got a guy that can't defend. He, he can't stop nobody and he can't score. So what is he out there for? Robert Covington would be a great guy for the Houston Rockets if they somehow can somehow get him. The guy let the league is still uh, letting the league knock down threes, catch and shoot. I believe him and James Harden. But I like Harden. Harden, the reason why they're losing is because Harden is not delivering the goods. He's not playing at an MVP level. And once James Harden play at an MVP level, then that's when they're, they're they will increase their wins. Chris Paul not doing what he he not he not scoring he not he not addition the ball like he was last year because guys not making shots that's why the assist numbers are down they not making shots so I believe that the Houston Rockets they're gonna be fine but they just gotta be effective from the offensive end man and they they they're talking about waving mellow so. You know, I hope that goes great for that guy. He was once my favorite player. But I'm moving on from the NBA. I want to dive back into that Le'Veon Bell situation. Le'Veon is not going. He's saying, you're not about to use me up and toss me away in free agency in the first place. I'm going to just hold my body and just play whenever the contract on the table for me to play. I'm not playing. I'm not risking my life. I'm not risking injury no more for peanut money. So, with that being said, I believe Le'Veon is in a perfect situation. He know a team was going to sign him. So, why would you risk injury? Why would you risk going out there and getting hurt? If you're going to get hurt, you better have $100 million, $90 million on contract. So, you know that you're going to be alright. You feel me? And that's what he's doing. Shout out to that boy Le'Veon because he's doing something that ain't never been done before. He's not letting these folk dictate what he's doing. He's doing what he's doing for himself. Period. He ain't letting the media get to what he talk. He ain't letting the media talking him into going. He ain't letting the media what they what they do for him in his situation. So I respect that man. This is the Marquise Noah show. I'm talking about the Falcons coming up next. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. This is the Marquis Noah Show. How what's going on, man? I'm back with a new segment. It's called the Three Keys, and I'm going to tell you the three keys that my Falcons. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I've been a fan for 15, 20 years, and the Falcons still ain't won a ring, but we will soon. Trust me. But we got to match up with the Dallas Cowboys in the meantime. I think we gonna. I think we gonna be in a tough situation with the Cowboys. But here are the three keys. Check it out. Key number one: we have to control the line of scrimmage. We cannot let Dallas Cowboys come into Atlanta and dominate our defensive line. And they're gonna run the ball. They're gonna try to with Zeke. We have to stuff it. If we stuff the run. And control the line of scrimmage. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we 
can be in a better situation to win the game. I'm not saying that's all we have to do to win the game because, you know, special teams is a big part of play. It's so many variables in the NFL game. But if we can do that, we will be our chances will go huge of winning the game. That's key number one. Key number two. Key number two. Can Matt Ryan continue to be the quarterback that we have seen him to be? Or will he resort or or resort uh, the dummy resort? Or will he will he turn into the quarterback we seen last week? Yeah, he had a good game if you look back at the numbers, but it wasn't a good day. He wasn't effective in the red zone. He, he didn't move the ball when we needed to move the ball. So if he can continue to go back to what he been doing, moving the ball effectively, efficiently, this Cowboys defense is tough. So he's going to have to put up some points. I don't believe that this offense is built to score 30. So if we can get over 25, 24, I believe that's going to be out their price range. I believe that the Cowboys can't get up to 24 points a game. I can't. I, I just don't see them putting up 24 points. They might put up a, a, a 16, but yeah, they might do it one one game or two. But if we can continue, like I said, key number one, control the line of scrimmage. That means control the running game. Make sure that Ezekiel he's not ripping off 20 yard runs, five yard runs. And key number three, are you ready for this? Key number three. Can the defense get some pressure? Can our defensive line get some pressure? Our safe, our secondary is depleted. We have Trufant, he's garbage. We have Robert Alford, he's stank. We got no names in our secondary. So that's just even more enhanced when we can't get pressure on the quarterback. The quarterback has all day to throw the ball. If we have all day to throw the ball, the wide receivers will get open, hence because our corners are trash. That's why they're moving the ball. If we can get some pressure on Mr. Prescott, Sunday we will win this game. But usually, the Falcons always get pressure on Dak Prescott because we already know what he what we did to him last year. So, I, I believe we could continue to do that. Some way, somehow, Dan Quinn cannot beat an AFC team. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The Cowboys are an NFC team. And I believe that the Cowboys will not beat the Falcons because one thing about it, the Falcons have got Matt Ryan. And I know that Matt Ryan had a bad game. But boy, has he been special this season. And I believe that Matt Ryan combined that with Calvin Ridley. He will show that the Cowboys passed on him. And I believe he will do what he do. So Slid Red going to be a big part of the game plan. And Julio Jones, you know they don't have a matchup for Julio. Stop playing with me. So if the, the, the Falcons can do my three keys, key number one. Control the line of scrimmage. Make sure Ezekiel Elliott is limited. 
He may have 100 yards, but let him have 27 carries to get it. Key number two, can Matt Ryan continue to play at an MVP level and lead this team to score over 25 points a game? 25 points in this game. If the Falcons put up 24 to 25 points, it's over. I believe the Cowboys can't get to that price range. It's out of their price budget. They are a 17 to 20. They want to keep it in that price. We need to score over there. And lastly, key number three. Are you ready for this for the market? This is the Marquis Nose show. So I got to bring it to you like this, man. I got to bring it to you like this. Because the fact is, they, they, they my team. So I, 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 I got to do this. I, I got to. And I believe the Falcons can do every last one of these things. Can they get pressure? We already, I've already made tons of video, tons of content about Vic Beasley. You can go check that out. Uh, you can just search Vic Beasley bus. Uh, yeah, that's on, on YouTube. You can go look that up. Uh, yep, I got content on that. Uh, full press covers. Go check out my Vic Beasley article. I, he, he's there. Uh, yeah. Can't, but he can make that right. He can write that right. Or write that wrong, however it goes. If he can, can if he can get pressure in this game. Last game, Vic Beasley had zero sacks, zero tackles, zero pass rush, zero hits, zero quarterback hits, zero quarterback rushes. He was just a zero all across the board. If he can, can if he can have two, three sacks this game. Tack McKinley do what he do at home. He always brings it at home. I believe Tack going to show up. I believe Grady control the line of scrimmage. They going to get pressure. They should get pressure. I know this Cowboys offensive line used to be good. They still got some good people on the line. They just got to get healthy. But the Falcons, to take advantage of that situation, I believe the Falcons can, can pull this victory out. I'm going to go with a score of 27-20. This is the Marquise Noah Show. Yeah.